Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about, about podcasts. podcasts. We're talking, talking about, about podcasts and also about a movie stolen from us. Oh no! Merry Christmas, Mini Monday, <laughs> Chunkies. I'm Carter. I'm Doge, and I'm Jordan. Hey, I uh. Wow, why didn't I just pick up on part of the part of the magic of this <laughs> podcast and of our relationships? Maybe from as long as I can remember, is that we can pick up on each other's vibes and just kind of play along to it, right? Usually, sure, sure, make sure. for a good dynamic. Made perfect sense that that was the tune of Felice Navidad, but you'll find out soon. Uh, <laughs> those of you that are editing this podcast will find out sooner. <laughs> and I did not know. I did not know what that song was. <laughs> For a while. <laughs> Guys, welcome to a very special. Would we say it's the most special? It's a weird one. It's a weird week of content for it's us. It's a I weird think. one, Mr. Grinch. It's an out of body. It's a weird one. <laughs> Be stuck to What? Uh, no, never mind. I was going to do the weird. Doesn't Isn't there a weird snort thing that Jim, Jim Carrey added in his? Like, <laughs> props. Um, I sure hope so. Because I Yeah, I really hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we need to talk a little bit about. Uh, before we give to the people our actual writing and release of Feliz Navidad, the first one, the first yeah. one, the 2018 mm-hmm. December release, mm-hmm. not the 2020 November release uh, of Feliz Navidad, but we we will have for you um, that full recording. But let's start with the process. Uh, we had just stumbled upon the Hallmark season, uh, a real deep dive into that ended up being a blast. Honestly, one of my yeah, favorite. Yeah, that was a really fun yeah, series. One of my time. favorite series that we have done. We traveled through time. Uh, we and yet it was the same <laughs> I lady. Oh my goodness! It was, it that was, was a, a pre a, a pre sketchy revelations about Aunt Becky time. It was it a was, simpler yeah. world. It was a much simpler world, and uh, we began to discover that there were specific specific ingredients, uh, and you'll see in the episode following of when we wrote Feliz Navidad, we actually share our list. Okay, I was of, hoping that we did, because I have that pulled up on Google Docs. No, that's no, no, we do. We, it was okay, that's near, the thing that near, we like, Googled. Yeah, near 20 or almost past, I mean, they added our own, including things like, you'll hear it, you'll hear it. Uh, I don't want to give too much away because you really should listen to this. But um, yeah, that process, I do remember I need to uh, maybe take <clears throat> a little bit less than 33% credit for Felice Navidad. Something had happened during the season of 2018. I remember actually even issuing an apology to the two of you because I was hardly a part of the process of writing it. Do y'all remember that? No, I don't. No, I don't remember that at all. 
I'm a two on the Enneagram, so maybe that just like is part of my self-deprecation. <laughs> you just got that guilt of like, I could have done more. There was more. definitely a moment, yeah, that I was like, oh, I couldn't contribute. Um, but it was it was this beautiful mix of our own ideas uh, and the ideas that Hallmark just kind of lobbed up to us mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. to create this script um, and... Yeah, can we share the feelings? Jordan, what was you? I feel like, and I love it, you're one of those friends uh, that I love having in my corner because if someone were to hurt me, you would hurt them. You'd be one of the first people to <laughs> like blindly rage in there and be like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, that's <laughs> probably fair. Uh, what were your initial feelings after finding out about uh, Melissa Joan Hart's role in... Feliz Navidad. I think I can only sum it up as disbelief. Yeah. I, I, I really just think that for, for me, it, and even still, it just lands on like, you have to be kidding me. And that was my it's, overwhelming feeling that day too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it lands for me somewhere in that like, we'll never ever know realistically. We'll never know if somewhere one of Mario Lopez's interns way down the totem pole heard our episode right and pitched it as their own to Mario because I'd the like final to know. the final product is spoilers different enough that that <clears throat> that doesn't necessarily have to be how it happened yeah right but somehow i think the wild thing to me is that somehow we hit on this combination of really bad christmas pun and Mario Lopez as the star. But then even deeper than that, it's a specific character dynamics and like kind of the crux of the conflict in the movie, uh, or at least the crux of the motivations. Yeah. We hit on that so perfectly that it became manifest on our screens. That's what's so like my head against the wall though, because I can tell you that it's been a roller coaster of emotions for me. I think at first I just thought it was funny and it was going to be good you know, it was going to be good to get the word out about sure, tracks, right? Sure. Discover this interesting thing and then from there discover our podcast. But then I got to moments of just being really angry. But then I would come back and be like, what? It, it was what it is continuing. Even after I've seen the movie Doge, it continues to walk the line of was this just always meant to be because it <laughs> is hitting all of the Hallmark notes, right. right? Or was it just ripped? I think the better story is it's taken from us. But I prefer I, honest, that version. I know, I do too, but I really don't know at this point. I it's, think it's yeah. just so freaking... Well, and it's the broad strokes, right? Of like, you have a lovable kid and a coffee house and <laughs> raising the stakes in a believable way. That's in all of them. But then we have things, and look at the Google Doc right here, and you'll hear it. We're going we're gonna to play the uh, original pitch for this movie from 2018. We're going to play that after this conversation. But we have the pitch right here on, on Google Docs uh, where we have written that... Uh, Dad died around Christmas, so mom doesn't decorate anymore. That's like exactly this, but just gender flipped, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The next line says, Mr. Garcia, the Spanish teacher, which was Mario Lopez in ours, he's a Spanish teacher at a high school, is the leader of the Christmas parade, and this year's theme is Feliz Navidad. That's like pretty similar to this big Christmas <laughs> what festival. What is a and pageant being an if not a stationary parade? Yeah, we've always said that. What's his last name in the actual Feliz Navidad? Could not tell you. Okay, it's isn't Garcia it Mor- and ours. Morales or no? It's Morales. Morales. Is I it? It's or Morales, am I just playing Miles Morales right now? And that's the only name. That I could before, be yeah. Bef- and I guess before we get too far into just talking about Feliz Navidad, like the the uh, adaptation of our original, 
Um, it is Morales. It is Morales. You'll yeah. get that. You will get that episode tomorrow. So you're going to have a full episode of yes. us talking about Feliz Navidad. But for now, we do have this for you. And and just uh, if you haven't already, or if you have, it was good for me as a person who recorded it uh, to listen again before I saw uh, before I saw this movie. Yeah. But we do have it for you now. And, and here is the original uh, Feliz Navidad. It's the time of year. You know the one. Hallmark Channel reigns supreme. And we here at Two Chunks and a Hunk have undertook a massive undertooking. I, for one, welcome our Hallmark overlords. (laughs) And I could not be more thrilled to introduce our own original Hallmark movie. Guys, I mean, we spent time. We did. We really did. (laughs) Time was spent. Like, time. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Um, it's really embarrassing. We were, as it we was, were working on this this morning, we kept saying, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where like we'd get into the project and then we would we would kind of poke our heads up out of it, like a yeah. prairie dog looking out of his den. <laughs> and going like, oh, this is so ridiculous. Wait, what are we doing again? <laughs> but here we are and we're here and this is something that now we have to legally say we've done with our lives That's true. at some point. And so, dear oh, listener, man. we would love now to take this time and pitch to you our original Two Chunks in a Hunk Hallmark movie known as Feliz Navidad. That's right. Navidad. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we are absolutely stoked about this. <laughs> Let's start with our checklist. We put together a checklist yep. for the things that every good Hallmark Christmas movie needs. Doge, would you read those off to us? Sure thing. So based on our observations and similar lists that we found on the World Wide Web, uh, here are our kind of checkpoints that we decided we needed to hit in order to make a real deal, big boy Hallmark Christmas movie. Yep. We need a town obsessed with Christmas. Mm-hmm. Much like Garland or Holly sure. sure. We need a kitschy Christmas antagonist. Much like, like Gossip Mom. Like Gossip Mom. Mm-hmm. We need some sort of meaningful trinket like DJ's photos. You got to. Uh, we have written in all caps and italics, be spontaneous. You have to be spontaneous. If there's one thing that is... Even more deified than the Christmas spirit, it's spontaneity. spontaneity. Good grief, yes. Uh, we need sympathetic women. Everywhere. We need references to technology. You gotta have oh, A lot of them in a journey back to Christmas. Here's kind of a wild card. We you need mean like technology like a skateboard? Yeah. yeah. Or like an automatic car trunk? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need organic gardening Absolutely. and or a farmer's market. Why would you not? I don't see why. Wine, obviously. Match. An aspirational lifestyle. Sure. Yep, yep, Some yep. sort of small business. Of Always. Uh, this is a phrase that we found online. Raising the stakes in a believable way. You gotta make people believe it, though. Yeah, much like time travel. Yeah. And <laughs> conversations in cars. You gotta have it. A coffee house. Sure. And a lovable kid. Please. Naturally. Please. So, in our story of Feliz Navidad, Gosh, it is, so of course, Christmas time. And uh, there's one particular Christmas song that we feel like doesn't get enough love on the network television. Genuinely, Feliz Navidad is one of my top three favorite Christmas yeah, it's, songs. Yeah, it's a, it's a wow. great song. I love that song. It's a great song. And so we wanted to show it some love by theming a movie around that song. So what we have here is the story of a young single mother of a seventh grade boy. Mm. And that mother's name is Molly Anderson and her son, Dylan. Come Molly down. Anderson is the host of a public access cable cooking show. And boy, does she love it. 
Her public access show is doing pretty well, uh, and she actually gets noticed by a big media corporation. She They, they want to turn her show into a full-fledged network production. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shopmart TV wants to turn Molly's Market into a big, full, nationwide syndicated show where Molly uh, brings on ingredients from local, organic ingredients from farmer's markets and makes great, healthy food. Uh, for the whole family. Yep. Toothpaste Mo- without gluten. Yep. Exactly. No gluten, yeah. please make sure <laughs> and, uh, to have that. Molly's been throwing herself kind of headfirst into her cooking show work after the death of her husband, uh, the untimely death around Christmas time of her it's husband. Tough, yeah. And so uh, her life has been devoted to her work and it's uh, it's been a tough road for her. For her, her work and Dylan. And Dylan, and Dylan of yeah. course. Yeah, I think something in our, in our movie too is, I mean, it, w- it will be a legitimate death. Like it'll oh, be yeah. a... Because I know we've had some World War II. This is not Chet. This is not Chet. His yeah, name yeah. is on the memorial yeah. this time. Yeah. Yeah. He's truly, he's truly a dead one. And An- uh, Andrew, <laughs> can we call him Andrew? Why? Because their last name is Anderson, and I just Andrew think Anderson. Oh, yeah, Andrew Anderson yeah, yeah, is a pretty yeah, yeah, great yeah, hallmark pretty name. Good. That's good. That's pretty good. Um, but wealthy network executive Rob Fillet contacts Molly Anderson and mm-hmm. says, "I want you to move out to the town in which our headquarters are located." What town is that? It is the town of Aurora, Washington. Of course it is. And why is it called Aurora, you ask? It's because in Aurora, it is only on, was it Christmas Eve? It is Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, probably the best view. Only view like this of the Northern Lights. Yep, it's the only place in the continental United States. Also reflecting in the lake. In Lake Aurora. It's truly. Exactly. It's a like beautiful twice experience. the amount. Somehow we were able to get away with giving the audience, hopefully Hallmark, twice the amount of Northern Lights. Yep, yep. It's it's the, can't it's even, the can't Aurora even Borealis all over again. <laughs> Aurora Reflectialis. Nice. Whoa. Thanks, you guys. Disease. Very good. So uh, Molly and Dylan, they pack up, right? They pack up. They have to move. They're moving realistically right around the time that Dylan gets out of school for Christmas. Yeah. So this is this is probably around the 19th, 18th, 19th of Christmas. And this that is going to be tough on little Dylan. They're finally having to say goodbye to their town in Florida and all the friends that Dylan's made and all the people that have been so dear to them. So they're, yeah. they're kind of starting over. So we cut to, and I, I insist on this, we cut to Molly packing up her final mug yep. and putting it Gotta precariously perched on top Gotta of the, the back they of the U-Haul. They have a separate U-Haul just, yeah, for, just mugs. for mugs. It's, it's, great. it's awesome. And uh, uh, Dylan gets in the, the passenger seat, buckles his seatbelt because safety is important, turns around and sadly waves to a group of youngsters standing in the driveway who are going to miss him just so bad. It's yeah. all Dylan's friends who helped him pack. Yeah. They oh, probably have skateboards. That That'd be our first we're gonna, reference. To we're going to have a scene, of course, where Molly and Dylan stand in the threshold of their old home and say, I think we'll Goodbye, ever see this place again. And then mom's like, nah. And then shuts the door. <laughs> and then they're no. out. She tosses a match on the floor. <laughs> Walk away slow, slow And then motion. she looks directly into the camera and says, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. This ain't your mama's Christmas party. That is so good. Was that an Adam Driver person? That was an Adam Driver. Was that it was good? incredible. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That's pretty good. First oh time I've ever my. tried it. Are you serious? It's a Christmas you just miracle. Shot from the hip. No. Shot from the hip. That was the first, first time. Shot from the hip at an Adam Driver. Wow. Bullseye. Really <sighs> nailed it. Thanks, Listen, guys. This is going to be right up there with some of the presents I think I know I'm getting. That was a Kylo win in my book. That, wow. What a good I one. I'm unworthy of this booth <laughs> right now. That was amazing. You know what? And I couldn't have done it without Scrub Daddy on my there, side. That's why oh, I'm here. Thanks, that's Scrub why Daddy. So they arrive in Aurora. They sure do. I Would you assume that, I mean, I think, I think Aurora is obsessed with Christmas, isn't it? Oh my goodness. Aurora is the second biggest little Christmas town in the United States. <laughs> but I've got an important question for you too. Does Molly have the right clothes? Oh, I doubt it's it. It's a she's, Hallmark movie. There's she's no from, chance. No. She's moving from Florida, right? Did we mention that? And she doesn't know how cold Washington is because no. she didn't check. 
No, I thought it was just white white rain. And so the first thing she's going to do when she gets out. <laughs> Isn't that a Prince song? Purple rain. White, white rain. White rain. Oh See, in direct contrast to how great your Adam Driver was just now, was how worst. bad your Prince was. <laughs> that was, was Peter Griffin trying to be <laughs> white rain. White rain. White rain. White rain. <laughs> so Molly doesn't have the right clothes, you guys. But she's going to need a helpful friend. To find her some clothes to wear. I hope this friend owns a coffee shop. Oh, Carter, you're going to be no in way. for a treat. Enter, enter Shannon and Roy O'Neill, oh, owners man. and sole proprietors of O'Neill's Coffee and Treats. I love it. Now, I, I want to take a second. I'm less concerned about Shannon and Roy and knowing what they look like in my mind's eye right. than I am about Molly. Can you give me maybe an actress that could play Molly Anderson to just the right amount of audience engagement. Carter's got two letters for you. DJ. It's Candace Cameron, y'all. <laughs> you can't spell Christmas without DJ. We got mm. Christmas Cameron Beret herself. Mm, yes, yes, yes. And she is, of course, our main character. I hope she'll be able to step into the very different role from anything she's done that Molly is. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to be tough for her. I, I mean, Molly's not that. a nurse, so. That's true. <laughs> Unless she makes medicine on her uh, cooking she's show. She's a food point. nurse. That's a great point. <laughs> so uh, the whole reason that Molly's really sort of chasing her dream out here is because her husband, Andrew, Andrew. had one phrase that he would tell her all the time. Mm, yeah. One phrase that really guided and his life. Peek behind the curtain. Jordan, you came up with this just horribly, horribly cheesy, horribly hallmarky. I think all hallmarky. three of us dry heaved when we first said yeah. that. I think it's would you, maybe the best thing about this. Would you go ahead and commit podcast suicide by committing this to audio? I will. Uh, so what, what Andrew Anderson would always say to his family is, with your heart as your compass, you'll never be lost. Huh? That's guys, good. that's... That's the hallmark of it. There it is. There it is. We really found the hallmark here, didn't we? Oh, my goodness. So Molly meets Shannon. Uh, Molly at the, Shannon. At the community garden. At, I know. We, we realized that yeah. genuinely after we wrote the whole thing. We're like, wait, our two female leads are named Molly and Shannon. <laughs> we, had, we had to commit at that point. It was I love late. it. Uh, Molly meets her new best friend, Shannon, uh, in Aurora at the community garden. She's there kind of checking out their produce selection so she can see, you know, what kind of things am I going to be able to make on Molly's Market? Yep. When, when uh, Shopmark TV picks that up. And, and, and Shannon, of course, takes pity on poor Molly and says, She sees Molly you, shivering. You've got to be so cold. Yeah. Why don't you let me take you to the nearest mall, get you some clothes, and boy. Cue shopping spree. Oh, of course. Shopping, you gotta you got to have, have that, that Hallmark shopping montage. Uh, we are writing this part now, but very definitely Roy is with them. And he's only holding all the bags. As Roy's holding on the bags. And, and Dylan, Dylan's also Dylan's there. And he's just yeah. a huffing and also a puffing. He's, he's huffing and puffing. He's ready to go. Dylan is not enjoying that. He wants not to go back it. and play his play box 370. Right. <laughs> Wonderful just, reference to technology. Jordan. Just disconnected enough from anything that's remotely <laughs> real. <laughs> yeah, I want to I go play Call of Metal on my play box 370. <laughs> all my friends are online. Mom, can I, can I go play two weeks? Fortnite, <laughs> mom. Can I go? Can I? Can I, buy, can I? Can I get some money for skins in two weeks, mom? Please, it's me, Dylan. Can uh, I do that, please? Me, Dylan, a real kid who loves things kids love. Sorry, I think it's important that we address that Dylan's name is spelled D Y L L O N because God, uh, <laughs> so we had to do it. But uh, Shannon, 
at this point reveals something very important, and that is there oh, is yeah. one handsome, eligible bachelor in the town of Aurora. Carter, would you read this line in your best Shannon voice? I Shannon need something says, that is something that is closer to Adam Driver and farther from Prince. Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't know how to do that. If I was single in this town, I'd be going after Kevin Garcia. Kevin. Garcia. Kevin Garcia. Enter Kevin Garcia. Kevin is our male lead in this Hallmark movie. Oh, he sure is. And let, let's talk about how, how the, our two leads meet, why don't we? Sure. Should we talk about who plays Kevin first? Oh, we should. <laughs> There's only one option. And he's <laughs> going to come in to our lives, grab a chair, flip it around, reverse it, and plop down, mullet blowing in the breeze. That's right. We've got two letters for you on this one, too. A. C. We're talking Mario Lopez, A.C. Slater, <laughs> saved by the bell. When Felice, you were saying like mullet in the wind and stuff too, I was like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's Mario, but this sounds a lot like Michael Bolton. I was going to say, we got, oh, we got Billy Ray for this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different movie at that point. but Right, all our favorite mullets in one podcast. You can sell me pretty quick, but <laughs> yeah. it's a movie. And sure. Molly's name is Mullet now. Mullet, <laughs> Mullet Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Molly's got to take Dylan <laughs> the next day <laughs> to register for January register classes. For, and on her notes, school. there's a typo, and I typed, she's registering she's Dylan. Registering Dylan. <laughs> she's registering old Dylan. Drop that G right off of there. She's, she's registering to, Dylan for January classes. She's got to take him. And, of course, she's huffing and puffing, walking. I've said huffing and puffing twice. That's okay. Yeah, that's what a, a weird phrase to latch onto. She's just hauling it down the hallways <laughs> of this school. She's putting the hall in hallway. And Ooh. she bumps Head first into the oh. handsome, the devilish. There he is again. Kevin Garcia. You might say she bumps head over heels first. Nice. Whoa. And we got to have the scene. Of they, course. She does She does land on top of they, him. They, she falls, lands nose to nose right on top of him. And then he, oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. Oh, excuse me. Papers everywhere. Oh, and then they go for the same paper. They got to go for the same paper. Yep. Look up one more time. And then he introduces himself. Oh. Yeah. No, <laughs> yep, later. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's Hallmark. We can't. <laughs> He introduces himself HBO as Senor Garcia. That's right. The middle school's one and only Spanish teacher. He does a yep. little bit of everything, which we've seen before. He does. He's the, the hunky guy's movie's version of, of Andy. Yep. He is. He is. So uh, that, that's our meet cute. And uh, of course, the name Kevin Garcia is going to register with Molly. She's going to register her son for classes. Hey, now. So and, now uh, we cut to later this night. Uh, uh, Molly is, she's enjoying coffee. Uh, with Shannon O'Neill at Shannon's Coffee Shop. That's true. Uh, right? She's hanging out there with, with Shannon O'Neill. behind the counter doing his thing. Yeah, exactly. When in walks none other than Kevin He's Garcia. Everywhere. Why is he here? What's going on? Shannon has set up a double date without Shannon. telling Molly. You devil, you! Oh, Shannon. Shannon. And we wanted to make sure that as we were writing this, the reaction of every character to Shannon is always, oh, Shannon. Shannon. Yeah, that's sort of Shannon's thing. It's yeah. Shannon. And then everybody, it's like her version of, did I do that? Yeah. It's Which a is a good Urkel, Urkel too. I'm getting, good. doing it good voices It wasn't here. so much a good Urkel. And so the next thing <laughs> that is going to happen <laughs> after that is, of course, Molly's going to be sitting down and she notices... Some 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 twinkling from yeah. underneath the shirt collar of of Mr. Garcia. Yeah, and she's she's gonna ask. Hey, do you mind if I ask? What's that necklace? So we look in, and that shiny thing's a necklace. And guys, that necklace is a compass. Oh, and if you remember <clears throat> gagging earlier, I do the the quote with your heart as a compass, you'll never get lost. So obviously, this is starting to register. The plot's moving just as fast as we hope it would. She asked him about that, and he says, I, I guess it just reminds me to 
Follow my heart. And there it is. There we go. There's Hallmark. You can hear the dollar signs, quite literally dozens of them. What does the dollar sign make? What is the noise it makes? Did I do it right? Yeah. Do it again. Cha-ching. Yeah. Similar to your diamond sound effect a few episodes ago, but we'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Spring. Oh, yeah. Spring. That's pretty much it. Cool. Uh, so they have a great time on this double date. It's a it's a fun time. Um, Molly and Kevin uh, really hit it off with each other. Of course. Those Hallmark sparks are they flying. They got to. Hall sparks are flying. Hall sparks. Uh, the next morning, Shannon invites Molly over to the coffee shop once more for a, mm-hmm. a dish sesh. A they got to talk sesh. about how last night. They got to wash all the dishes. They got to wash all the dishes. <laughs> scrub daddy. They can use some scrub daddy. They can. Oh. Uh, and uh, we didn't intend for that to be what's happening, but that's definitely that's canon now to this movie. Sure, They're using yeah, scrub daddies to wash dishes. And yep. During the dish sesh, Molly's like, "Hey, speaking of dishes, I'm gonna go wash my mug out so you don't have to do it." Walks over yeah. to the back, starts to rinse her mug. Molly's phone rings oh. on the table, what? and it's it definitely looks like an iPhone, but don't worry, it's not. It's not an iPhone. It's, it's some sort of my phone. It's some sort of weird phone that doesn't actually exist. It's a, it's called it's called a, it's a it's a pair it's a pair brand my phone. But they spent their entire VFX budget on the screen replacement to make this totally look like a real phone call that's coming in on a real <laughs> smartphone. Yep, and it's not. It's definitely not a calculator app, so don't think that it is. <laughs> Who's gonna answer that phone though? Oh, Shannon. Oh, Shannon. No. Kevin reveals to Shannon at this point, I was calling to ask Molly on another date. And Shannon, Shannon. Some spicy news. She accepts the date on Molly's behalf. Shannon. So Molly comes back and and her only reaction is every character's only reaction to Shannon. And Molly says the line, oh, Shannon. <laughs> and here's our, here's our first commercial break. Fade to black. And then fade back in. For There's no way. It's Hallmark. This is our third commercial break. <laughs> at minimum. Good point. So we, we're on to our date now. Yep. Okay. Because it's happening. She's sure. not just going to turn it down. No, she's yeah, going to turn no down she's dates in go. Hallmark movies. She's going to go. And so, I mean, what else is she going to do? There's parts of this date that kind of feel spontaneous. I don't know. I just felt like, I guess we felt like that would be a good idea for a Hallmark yeah. movie. But um, weird. he's got, crazy? can we describe his truck? So he drives a truck, right? Nobody's yeah, surprised. Yeah. No, no, no. He's it's a red to. pickup truck. To. And you know that he's got a wreath on the front of this, wreath right? Wreath on the front of the red pickup truck. It's old. It's an old red pickup truck. It's old, truck. yeah. And it was, he. you could tell he might have tried to polish it up. That's kind of sweet. Um, but he's got a picnic planned. And he wants to take Molly out to Lake Aurora. Mm. Mm. It's not tr- just a regular picnic. We need to be very clear about this. Truck bed picnic. Yeah. Yeah, you got he's got to. blankets. He's got pillows. Everything to make their truck bed. Thermos is a hot a chocolate. cozy experience. <laughs> but uh, on the way to this picnic, they drive by the television studio. Shopmart TV Studios. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shopmart TV Studios, uh, Garcia reveals to Molly, used to be Garcia's Grocers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was his dad's grocery store. Yep. Uh, and it was really focused on... Uh, giving back to the community. You know, it was a grocery store, but more than that, it was kind of a hub. It was hub. a grocery home. It was a grocery home. It wasn't a store. It was a grocery home. Uh, but uh, one of the things that they did is, is every year they put on a Christmas parade for all the kids in Aurora. Um, and it was Mr. Garcia Sr.'s way of of kind of giving back to the community that showed so much kindness to his family uh, and allowed him to follow his dream of of taking care of people and meeting their needs. I think I've got a pretty good Mario Lopez if, if, oh, if I might try for this next quote. Here's what Kevin says to Molly. I do the parade to keep my dad's dream alive. It's something he used to do for the kids in town. It's my way of following my heart to make sure I don't get lost. That's pretty good. Thank Mm. you. 
That was a good Mario. I just Very watched good. a Mario Lopez movie a couple days ago. On purpose, uh, nice. on purpose or were you a prisoner to it? Very on purpose. And he was actually a prisoner in the movie. So that's very funny. Wow. wow. Holiday in handcuffs. Don't watch it. Actually, do it. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they end up at the lake, um, obviously. And, the, and they're kind of snuggled up there looking at the lake. And, th- and this is when Kevin uh, tells Molly all about... Uh, kind of the history of Lake Aurora. He says the parade always ends here yeah. at the lake because this is the only view of the Northern Lights in the continental U.S. And if you, you time it, it if so you nice. time it just right, <laughs> <laughs> if you time it just right, you can see them reflected in Lake Aurora. Mm-hmm. Love that. And it, they're, they're drinking special hot chocolate. It really captures the spirit of Christmas. They are drinking Dad Garcia's special hot chocolate recipe and Molly loves it. It's hot chocolate with a little bit of cayenne pepper in it. Oh, oh, it's nice. like kind of a traditional Mexican hot chocolate. It's delicious. I love that. And of course, sitting in the bed of the truck and then, oh no. Is that a phone? Maybe yeah. it's Shannon. Maybe it's Dylan. Who right? knows? Who knows? Anybody, Who anybody but, oh no, it's, guys, it's Rob Filet. Would now be a good time to reveal who we want to play Rob Filet in this, this movie? Is, and this is aspirational. This is a bit of aspirational casting for Hallmark. We recognize this would be a big get if they could get this particular actor, but all of Rob Filet's scenes could be filmed in one day. He doesn't even have to be on set. Hey, we'll meet you. We'll yeah. go wherever he is. This is, this is the cornerstone of this entire movie, the casting of Rob Filet. And it is none other than Sir Patrick Warburton. Wow. My spinach puffs. <laughs> squeaker, squeak, squeaker. Oh, it would be too good. So d- does she answer the phone, guys? Uh, she's she has, got to I mean, she has to. We've, we're starting to really see. I mean, here's, here's one of the first manifestations of this pull that we might see later mm. in terms of, oh, I'm, I'm in this moment, but I am being pulled to another I need to figure out what my priorities are. Mm. So he gives her a call and lets them know. Uh, Rob says, hey, they're accelerating production. Um, you're supposed to start in, in, in January, but now you're taping on, gosh, wouldn't you believe Christmas Eve, guys? Mm. So we're going to have to film that on Christmas Eve. And so uh, Christmas Eve, you would think, big deal. We, we don't want to do sure. that. But, but Molly doesn't celebrate Christmas, remember? Molly her doesn't. husband, Andrew Anderson, died a few years ago, right around Christmas time. So Rob Filet says to her, you tell me Christmas doesn't matter to you, so this is a no-brainer. Of course. So she, you know, okay, she hangs up her phone, and uh, as soon as she hangs it up, Garcia says, so yeah, so anyways, no problem, by the way, with the phone call, not a big deal, but uh, anyway, what I was saying is, uh, you know, the, the Christmas parade, it, it happens every year on Christmas Eve, December 24th. This year's theme is Feliz Navidad. I really want you to come. I'm going to have all the kids come out. I think this would be a great chance Dylan, for... Dylan should do it. Dylan could make new friends. He's going to love it. Uh, gonna we're all going to be singing Feliz Navidad. I, I just, I really hope you could come out. This is a tradition my dad started. And it would just mean a lot to me if you were able to be there. We really wanted this scene to be able to show off Candace Cameron Bure's skill set, which is going... I mean, I'll see what I, sure. I'll see what I can do. Uh, uh, that, that sounds great. Wait, oh. So that's exactly the way that Molly delivers that line verbatim. What you just heard is an actual soundbite from this movie. Mm-hmm, Thanks, DJ. Mm-hmm. So th- the next day, Molly calls Shannon and says, hey, they moved up the taping. It's this week. It's on Christmas Eve. And you know what? I have nothing to wear. Oh, no. There's only one thing we can do here. Another shopping montage. Listen, Hallmark, most of your movies have one shopping montage. And if there's one thing we want to do, it's make a movie that's better than yours. And the only way way. to do that is to make two shopping montages. Two shopping montages. Two Northern Lights, two shopping montages. But Shannon. Oh, Shannon. Shannon. Shannon sees this as an opportunity to arrange another date between Molly and Kevin. Only making it worse. So, okay, Doge wrote this part. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a text that Shannon sends to 
Mr. Garcia. <laughs> and this text is written in text speak. So I'm going to go ahead and let Doja handle all of explaining this part. I don't, it may be audio suicide to spell this out, but here we go. Uh, Shannon sends the phrase to Kevin, need your help at mall tomorrow. But she says, need, N-E-E-D, U-R-H-L-P. Saving good time, valuable time. At sign, mall, period. T-M-R-R-W. Sure. One, one, three, zero. Yeah. Yeah. So she just hates vowels. Kev says, with what? (laughs) Molly says, Christmas present number four, Roy, period. Need HLP carrying. She's devious. I'll so Molly's telling Kevin, she's got a Christmas present for Roy. It's too big for her right. to carry. And what would, yeah. She needs Perfect. Kev's help to load it into her car. Yep. Sure, 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 sure. So they get to the mall. And the only response, I think we all know what's coming once Kevin and Molly see each other. What do they say to Shannon? Shannon! But they end up having a great time together. Of they really they enjoyed do. their date. Uh, and so they're happy to see each other again. And Dylan's there with him, and Dylan is happy to see his new Spanish teacher. He he, he kind of has gotten to know Kevin and, and really likes him. And and Molly realizes that it sort of seems like everybody likes Kevin. Oh, yeah. Everybody they walk past greets him with by name and with a smile and a hug and a handshake and a wink and a prayer, kiss. So if we'll, if we'll remember, the first shopping montage, you know who was not real into that? Dylan. He our was huffing boy, and puffing. Our boy Dylan. Remember that? Shannon makes a great observation, though. Something's different about this shopping montage. What's that? Kevin's there. Mm, Yeah. Shannon says, you know, I know you were hesitant, but can I point something out? Dylan has been hanging out with Kevin this entire time. He hasn't complained once. That's good. So so Molly's starting to have some affection stirred. And if there's one thing that Deej is good at, it's nonverbal communication. Mm. So this will be a very long shot of just her face as she processes this information. And very long for Hallmark means three seconds. Yeah. And then we're going to cut to a commercial. Yep. Obviously. (laughs) <laughs> when we come back from the commercial break, Molly's going to pick up that phone and try and get the Christmas shoot rescheduled so that she can be at the parade with her son and her new boy toy. Rob has to say, I'm sorry, I've already got the studio booked. We can't move it. Mm, that's going to be tough. Cut to another commercial. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. We come back from a commercial and... Uh, Molly and Dylan are putting up the Christmas tree in their Vernon house. Hollis Christmas tree. We won't the, say that, but, yeah, we won't, but everyone, it is. everyone it's will. shared universe. Uh, putting up the Christmas tree in their house for the first time in several, several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan's really excited. And, and I'm picturing this scene as sort of Molly feigning that she can't reach the top of the tree with yeah. the star. And oh, she's, yeah. like, she's like, oh. I, One of the legs is kind of kicked back. Yeah, in I, just, the back I, I, can't, oh, I can't reach it. And, you know, Dylan's like, well, we, we've got a stool. And she's like, no, it just, that just won't work. I'm going to have to call for help. Jump cut to Kevin putting the star on top of the tree. Yep. Kevin says, is this all you call me over for? And Molly, realizing that he's about to leave, says, well, no, I, I wanted Dylan to try your hot chocolate. Oh, it was so, so good. good the other night. So uh, I really liked it. And so they have to go get some uh, some cayenne pepper. Shopping, monta- Shopping montage at the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> One thing of cayenne pepper, and then we're done. But, uh, you know, they, of course, make the hot chocolate, and it is. As stated, great. delicious. It's very great. Yeah, and as with most delicious hot chocolates, they kind of make you sleepy. Mm, they no, do. Dylan's just gone off to bed, so yeah. we've got... Good night, guys. But he, he does that adorable, like, <laughs> that whole thing. sleepy. Heads off to bed, and then we've just got we've just got Molly and Kevin together here on the couch. I mean, how far how far apart are they sitting? Do we far. Think? Far. Probably really far. Apart. Really far. It is a Hallmark movie. And, and Full cushion between, It's right? so respectful because it's a Hallmark movie that Kevin's like, you know what? I should probably get going, too. And and she says, Molly says, Kevin, wait, 
I love the idea of the parade, and Dylan's going to have so much fun, but I have to do this. I'm sorry. Oh, I get it. You have to follow your heart, so don't get lost. I'll make sure Dylan gets to the parade tomorrow. Cut to commercial. Of course. There's going to be a lot of these so once you get to the end. There's it's so like, like you do sometimes, Grandpa. Yeah, and now we're They're back. They're all symbiotic commercials. <laughs> it's all that commercial. Court. <laughs> so Kevin comes back to pick up Dylan the next day. Uh, Molly opens the door dress for her taping, and Kevin says this line. You look, wow. Dylan, Mr. Garcia's here. Long time. Long, long pause. Long, like very, maybe even four seconds. At each other. Yeah. Very long beat as Molly watches them drive away uh, in his red pickup truck. That's not what you wrote here, Dush. <sighs> a long beat as Molly watches them drive away in his sexy, sexy red pickup truck <laughs> with a wreath on the front. And we cut to, of course, the Christmas Eve taping. Mo- and I'm thinking we A-B shots here. Some, yeah. some Christmas Eve taping and some parade prep. Some Christmas Eve taping and some parade prep. Molly's in makeup. They're starting the car. Big Molly's, thumbs up from Rob Filet. Yeah, Mo- yeah. Rob Filet's like, here, here we Wait, go. Wait, is he there? Because that means we might not get Patrick Warburton. He's Skyping in. Big thumbs up. That way he could shoot yeah, all his yeah, stuff. No, it's just, from the back. it's just a shot from the back of the head. It doesn't matter. <laughs> thumbs totally up Rob Filet, everybody. Yeah, definitely like Rob a short Filet blonde guy. You know, back and they're do like we think we're going to actually have like... How do y'all feel about having the countdown to going live, like at this at this the peak moment she's having to make a decision? So here's here's what I'm thinking, and I haven't revealed this to you guys yet. So this is gonna be a little bit of a surprise, but I'm thinking we do some cinema magic and we deceive our audience. Remember, don't forget our budget, though. No, 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 no. Okay. It's five dollars. No effects. I'm thinking a subway. We have a three a three two one countdown to the show, uh-huh. and a three two one countdown to the parade start. Oh. And it looks like they're happening simultaneously, My. but when the parade start countdown ends, Molly walks up, and then we B screen back to here's what's her tough. leaving the TV show. Is that too good? This was something that's that too might good. be. It yeah. might be elevated. I think that's too good. So I think what should happen is is <laughs> <laughs> Molly's Molly's about to go on right. Uh, she sees the lights come up. She hears her theme music start playing, and she's she's her cue is coming. She's got to walk out on stage behind her cooking thing and, and do the first episode of Molly's Market in which she's making her famous Molly's mistletoe cookies. Mm-hmm. Right? These are made with natural ingredients from the local garden. Uh, and I guess... Real mistletoe. Real <laughs> I guess maybe they're herbal cookies at that and point. Mist- it doesn't matter. Don't think about it. Hallmark once advertised gluten-free toothpaste. So they don't know true. anything about food. That's true. These are real cookies made with ingredients from the local market. Molly's mistletoe. It's her famous cookies. And it's going to be the Christmas special that gets people to tune in next year for her show. And the lights are on and her cue is coming. And Molly looks deep within herself and says, No. I can't do this. <gasps> she races to the parade as fast as legally and safely possible in, in her white Ford Taurus. There we go. And by the way, while we're, while we're defining things here, I feel like it's important. That car has got to be le- legally, I believe, in every Hallmark movie. I think so. Okay, just checking. It does have an automatic trunk, so it has to. So it's it's pretty nice. We're in the current day. It does. And she, uh, when she gets to the parade, she she runs up and joins Kevin on the float, which is his, his truck. red truck. Sure. She she hugs her boy. She's got to hug her boy, the the Dylan boy. She hugs Dylan. She hugs Kevin. They are all singing Feliz Navidad as they drive through the town. Did you tell them who's driving the truck? Same Molly's time. dad. Who she hadn't talked to in a really long time. <laughs> Let's just throw that stuff yeah, in. See what happens. Let's just toss one. No JK, way. JK, JK. No way. I think it's Roy O'Neill. We're not doing that. Roy O'Neill's Roy driving. Roy driving. It's Roy for sure. And, and his 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 wine mom archetype wife Shannon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and uh, they're they're driving the truck and and I feel like when we arrive, 
at the lake. Yeah. They got to have their first kiss under the under double the, aurora. Under boreas. and over the northern lights. Sandwiched between framed the northern by, lights. <laughs> oh, it's definitely free. That's brilliant. It's no, certainly yeah. framed by the northern lights. Yeah. Yep. Sandwich was nice, though. Yeah. No, that's wonderful. I like it. No, we're getting a little sandwich crazy. <laughs> Beautiful instrumental version of Feliz Navidad plays. Yeah. At this point. And then we time jump. Not, Whoa. not, not through a magic not tool through shed. Find a tool through shed. the magic of cinema. We jump forward a year in time to the next Christmas. This is great. We're in a grocery store. Which one? It's called Garcia's Groceries. Yo, I'm crying. The tears are coming right now. Molly is putting on a cooking class in which she's teaching the kids of Aurora how to make Molly's mistletoe cookies. Guys. Molly. Dead gummit. Now I'm kidding, legitimately getting a little bit of chills. Do we see a a wedding ring? Uh, Did they get married in that year? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We do see a wedding ring. Um, She's putting on baby in hand. <laughs> no. no, she's she's teaching the kids how to make Molly's mistletoe, and they're they're making a bunch of these cookies. And yeah. some of them are good, right? And some of them are not. Some of them are good, some of them are not. But that's okay because these kids are following their compass. It's right? all about that Christmas spirit when it comes to cookies. Yep. And they leave from this cooking class, and they go get on the parade. And as they're driving through Aurora, they're handing out Molly's mistletoe to people and singing Feliz Navidad <sighs> as a, then, a long crane shot as they drive away. No, 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 no. I've got it. And this, I'm calling an audible here. Molly, Kevin, Dylan stay behind as the parade goes and the kids are handing out the cookies and they all watch. And then uh, Dylan goes, Mom, can I, can I run ahead and join the parade? And she says, you got to ask your dad. Yeah. Oh! Yep. Camera pans to Kevin and Kevin says, sure, buddy, go on. He runs off. Now the crane shot. Yep, that's it. Well, there you have it. Um, it is uh, one chapter of our... Uh, autobiography that that maybe one day we'll expose this years later and <laughs> uh, to end this episode I'd love to have your name and tell me who you hope to direct this story of Felice Navidad who do you think is the best director for that to tell our story hmm. about telling our story that didn't become our story maybe yeah that's yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna do the title for him I want this director to have complete creative freedom I'm Carter um, and there is something about the charm of Wes Anderson that I think would make for a good, uh, a good autobiographical pick of, yeah. of the two chunks Feliz Navidad story. Mm-hmm. I'm Doge. Uh, I'm actually I am going to title it. And it's called Searching for Sabrina, and it's us trying to get in touch with Melissa Joan Hart and her ignoring us forever. Yeah, this is actually going to be uh, directed by Sarah Koenig from Serial because <laughs> listen, Adnan's got a lot of help, and we need help too. Oh, that's, that's all we need. Good. We just need to fund it. <laughs> we can't good. afford the lawyers. <laughs> I'm I'm Jordan, and it's going to be called Feliz Navidad. Um, just about, you know, the stuck in the mud, like hard to get started sort of grassroots campaign. But it is going to be directed by Kenny Ortega. <laughs> what? You got Kenny Ortega? I got Kenny. Cannot be. You're kidding me. Get out. He directed the opening ceremony of the 14th Winter Olympic Games. (laughs) And also this. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. 
But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.